You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Matter. Why don't I hear that? Hey, everybody. What's going on? This is Lust for Life. This is America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians. They're important, too. They're people, too. South Park made you believe they're not people. They're people, baby. They're people. And they vote. They vote. Man, I don't know how timely this is going to be. I think we're going to put this one out around New Year's. There's a lot going on with Canada. We'll get to that in a minute, maybe. My main man, the right hand, the binge, to the G, to the sus, to the sweet wine. I fucked it it up. It's a sweet, sweet, sweet wine. Benji Suswan. Yes, baby. Woo! Thanks for having me here. Always love it. Always. You're, you're the ace, baby. Uh, we're doing the two-man weave because we have two guests coming in. That's that's a rarity. At the same time, we have a lesbian couple from down south originally. Um, we're going to talk about them growing up, um, having the feelings that they do down south where that shit is frowned upon. Right. They'll be coming upon us. And it's going to be very interesting. This is another first in the history of this beautiful show. That's why up front is going to be a quick two-man weave. Yeah, look at this. We've never done this before, me, you. Well, the first episode was, and then Aaron Bronstein. Aaron Bronstein, yeah. We're going to be honest. We redid the intro like 18 times. (laughs) I was gone on the road for a couple weeks. I came back. We were both not feeling it. It was uh, weird, and then Aaron woke us the fuck up, and we came back and did a 10-minute bloop, 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 and it was beautiful, baby. That was awesome. Yeah. It, it gets weird. See, the third mic is a beautiful thing, because it always adds... It's a new flavor to add in. Every week. We don't know what we're going to get, and it keeps us on our toes. Right. You know, And it takes pressure off us, because right now, I could see it. You're, we're looking at each other going, who's going to say the next thing? <laughs> it's, it, it's like a day. You know, dates should have third people. There should be third wheels on dates. Mandatory third wheels on dates? It, who decides who the third person is? Well, that's t- I think you should paper, rock, scissors up front. And okay. then you get to pick one of your... Or every other date. It'll or be like about, a home-and-home home series in uh, sports. You go one for one? How long do you need... How long do you third wheel it in that situation? Well, this is, this is what I'm going to propose. I would say by the fifth one, you got to cut, cut them loose. And if you aren't comfortable then, then it wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. But I look at it like training wheels on a bicycle. Right when you start riding the bike, you just can't go with the, the two wheels. No, you you're need gonna, a third wheel. You're gonna fall, <laughs> or four. So you you come in comfortable, and then eventually, the third wheels. There should be prof- all right. We've had professional wingmen. We should have professional third wheels who go there and they're kind of like uh, what are on the dating shows? What do they say? What, what, what's that? a chaperone? Almost mm-hmm. like a chaperone. Or a referee. <laughs> so it's is it like a, a, a mutual friend or someone who gets to choose? Or this is like a profession you're starting, a guy's professional third wheelers? It's a profession because I'm like here they to They know he- what they're doing. I'm here to help the Obama uh, presidency. He's only got a couple years left. We need more jobs still in this economy. Right. I'm creating jobs. Professional wingmen are already out there now because of our, our main man who was on here, Thomas. But now professional chaperones professional third wheels and they're going to go on there and they'll just sit there like i said before i hate dates i really hate one-on-one with the girl at the beginning it's very difficult that's why i prefer i'm gonna be quite blunt hanging out the bar flirting with you at the bar making out with you as i walk you to the fucking train or in the bathroom or god knows takes all the pressure off actual dates actual sitting there i can't handle it I, i get nervous i think too much with the girl if I'm hanging out with a girl and I got one of my buddies there, or if she has a couple of her friends, if there's an audience, maybe it's because I got the performer gene in me, mm. I am just loose as a goose a punching a moose. You know what I'm talking about? I, I get, I'm about. fired up, baby. And it's easier for me, and it eases me into showing you who I am, and then we can game on. One-on-one, it's like, oh, my God. And you God. think you are a truer version of yourself when you're in that performance turn it on? Or maybe that's not the real you. Maybe you got a show her the real, real you that's not always on and, and spitting out random references. Fuck, you could be right. I hate that for a lot of reasons. I think when I actually, when that completely comes out, that's when they fall for me and it's bad. Because that's what they expect from that moving on? Yeah, well, because... Just 100 miles an hour all times? Well, no, it's, it's weird. I've discussed this before. I don't feel that anyone is 100% anything. Like, we all have shades. 
It's not like we're schizophrenic, but we all have different dynamics to us at times. And I think when they meet me, people meet me, they expect me to be, bloop, blop, blop, blop. There's times I'm low key. But so then I get close to a girl and they see me low key and shit. And then they're like, well, that's the real you. And so then they want that all the time. It's a part of me. Mm -hmm. It's like, we just had sex. I'm laying in bed at 3.30 in the morning. Do you want me to be like, zup, bop, 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 bop. Like, 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 like I'm Scatman over here. Yep, bop, boop, bop, 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 I'm David Lee Roth. No, I'm not. I'm not David Lee Roth. What I am is a guy who has um, many shades to him and there's darkness. It's a green line in Heathers. If you were happy all the time and peppy all the time, you wouldn't be human. You would be a game show host which is one of the greatest right. things of all time. If you notice, a lot of darkness to game show hosts, right? Almost all of them. Really? I don't know if I know like I think game, I might game be... show host stories behind the scenes. I, yeah. I think a couple Hollywood of them. Story. I'm looking at Midnight Express in the booth right now, Jimmy, and he says, yeah, I'm just assuming it. Well, Chuck <laughs> Barris supposedly was like a CIA like assassin. Really? No, there's no way it was, but that shows <laughs> the truth to what I'm saying. There's darkness to him where he created that, you know, in his skull. There's no way. That's what the Confessions of a Dangerous Mind is. Yeah, that's right. So that's what it is. So um, I don't know, man. Now it's gotten about me and dating. It's very difficult. I just want to talk about the, the crack-smoking Toronto mayor. Oh. Real quick about that. Is that the most... We've always wanted a real-life Bullworth in politics. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the movie Bullworth, where no. Warren Beatty is, um, knows he's going to lose for a congressman or something like that. And... He hates his life, and he's been living a lie as a congressman. So he hires a hitman to kill him, I believe. And then he, because he only has two days left to live, he says whatever he wants on the campaign trail. To actually kill him, not like fake his death. Yeah, they, they, they're going to whack him. And he doesn't give a shit. He's smoking weed, banging Halle Berry, and saying whatever he wants. Comes up with this weird rap song and shit where he's amidst that the congressmen get a lot of pussy. It was great. And his popularity shot through it, and he was about to win. And I think he cancels getting killed. And Answer the, my appointment. And then the dad from Teen Wolf is pissed at him. He's some congressman. It's been a while. He then, boom, gets him killed. But his popularity shoots because he's just, we've always said we want truth. It's the best way to go. Being killed or dying right when your popularity is at your height, you live on forever it's that way. It's the best. It's the best. Um, and so that ha Everyone's always been like, that'd be great if politicians actually like that. Well, this son of a bitch in Toronto is. I got off stage last night, and my boy John Moses, who's from up there, is showing it to the waitress at the club I'm at, and they're just dying. <laughs> Did you guys see the clip? I mean, now this is going to come out like in December. <laughs> Who knows what he's going to say then? He could be dead. He might get shot by the dad from Teen Wolf by the right. time this comes right. out, which would be fucking great. We'll do a special bullshit we'll if that yeah, happens. Exactly. It'll exactly. be amazing. Um there was some quote of him eating some girl's pussy. Yeah, he said it on in like a speech. Yeah, and then he he says, "I never said that." Blah 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 blah. I'm never eating her pussy. I'm married. I got a lot. I got enough to eat at home. I go. <laughs> That's the people's mayor. That's the people's mayor. He'll I be. Think he's in the. I think he's just the mayor of the wrong city. Toronto's too. I feel like I don't know that much, but I think it's a little too clean cut, polite for someone like that. Well, where should he be? In Canada, though, that's like they're yeah. New York. Vancouver probably won't give a shit because everyone's baked anyway. Let's right. be truth. Right. Now, what about New York? Could that kind of shit fly in New York? If Bloomberg was no. out there banging brats? It, I think well. a smaller city. Because <laughs> New York has too much of like, it's also the financial capital and it's also like the entertainment capital. Like, there's too much serious shit going on here to have a crack smoking mayor. But uh, I think the crack's just. Maybe a like part of Philly it. or something like that. <laughs> Here's the thing. DC. Well, oh, DC, no, August, DC. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All in. You just trumped us right there, Super. Exactly. Oh, I almost called you or Super like Trip. Or like New Orleans or something like that. New Orleans would work. Right. San Fran. San Fran would work. Oh, man. But he, Portland. Uh, Portland, Portland, shit, man. Yeah. They're like too crunchy granola, I feel like. Yeah, crack would scare them yeah. in Portland. Let's at be least, honest. At least Coke, you know? But Drugstore Cowboy based in Portland. I'm throwing all these movies. You have no clue. no clue. This is like a first date. It is. This is going great. It is. This is doing great. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put up on a dating site, girls that get, I'm going to just name these 30 movies. Right. If you can't, if you haven't right. seen 
More than 20, don't fucking bother. Right. Some people put up like must love dogs. You're like, must seen these following you must <laughs> requirements. How many times have you seen go- uh, Goodfellas? Right, exactly. 30, <laughs> you're out yeah. because I'll confuse the shit out of you before we ever get the breadsticks. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. All right, our guests are here. We're going to do a quick warm up. Um, we're going to get this shit going. It's exciting as hell. Casey, Ashley, this is going to be beautiful. Uh, this is amazing. Two guests. I'm excited. I don't know why I'm talking like an 80s game show host right here. <laughs> what are we? Do you want door number one or door number? Right. I would have been a great game show host. Let me yeah. just say that shit. I mean, I'm 35, almost 36. Yep. I still got a chance. Yeah. I mean, I think I could be really good I could at this. See that. I see them like they also are more. Uh, this is gonna sound insulting to you. I want to be insulted. They have like a old school charm. That like that the family's there. They have to like hit on the mom or something like that. You're like uh, you're a high energy in your face. Like you're more entertaining for the audience than the contestants. I feel like. I got so confused. Does that mean I can or can't be one? I think I don't think you would be my number one choice for a game show contestant. That's what I'm saying. You really fucking shattered me, Bench. <laughs> and now you're disrespecting me in front of ladies. But this I, is, if this was the mafia, there'd be a lot of dead bodies right now. I don't think that was an insult. I said you're better for the audience watching at home. They'd enjoy you more than the people you're on the show well, with. Well, I think, but that's, I think you get the ratings from the people at home right. and not, not from Sarah from fucking Minnesota. Yeah, but you don't need the game contestants crying, I haven't seen Goodfellas, I don't get the rest. Well, I don't think that shit would. <laughs> Real quick, and then we're going to bring in our guest. $100 for That's so great. <laughs> There's the great movie, 24. Let's, here it goes again. 24-hour party people about Tony Wilson in uh, Manchester. He, was, he worked for Granada Television, and he started Factory Records, and he was a great manager of uh, Happy Mondays. He was involved with Joy Division. He was awesome. So he was funding this, uh, the gigs for Factory, the club for Factory, and the record company, and it was bleeding money. Mm-hmm. So he had to keep taking whatever jobs he could in television. And he ends up, and I think this was fictionalized in the movie. I don't think he ever did Wheel of Fortune, but he does Wheel of Fortune in the movie. And he goes into this long, like, speech about the wheel. And he quotes, like, some great philosopher. The wheel is blah, 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 blah. Does all these references in this great historical and deep shit. And then it goes to the actual Tony Wilson playing the producer in the control room going, okay, cut. Just say, welcome. (laughs) Just show welcome and let's spin the wheel. And that's it. And I go, that, would, that is what would happen if I was a game show host. Right. I make all these references. I go on these, these riffs. And then all of a sudden be like, um, 200 to block. That's what, all <laughs> exactly. they would show of me. I mean, oh, Marsha, that's adorable. <laughs> now, like Bill, where are you letter, from? Right. Yeah, that's what it would be. <laughs> let's start the petition now. I want to replace Pat Sajak. That's what's going to end up happening. Change.org. Isn't that where you start petition? That's it. And Get our it guests going. are going to be the new Vannas. We're going to have two Vannas. And they're a couple. We'll see you in a second. This is Lust for Life. We'll get loose. Booyah, 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 booyah. Bam. All right, my people. We're back here at Lust for Life. Benj, the right hand, a.k.a. Ace. Sweet, sweet, sweet wine. That's his nickname. That's my new nickname. nickname. With us are two of my dear friends, the great Ashley and Casey. Hello. Thanks for coming, you guys. This is so, we've never had two guests at the same time. This could be utter chaos. We're embracing it. We want that. It could be quite epic as well. It could be. That's what I like. People bringing good verb. Is epic a verb? I don't I know grammar. I think it's an act. More. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know. Ooh. See, this is what we want. It could be epic <laughs> or it, it's epic. Real quick, let me practice as being a game show host. Epic. Is it a noun right. or a verb? <laughs> Survey says. I, think, I don't think you can epic somebody, though. You so can't epic no one. it's not a verb. Yeah, Maybe not, not like, you. It's not like other four-letter <laughs> words. <laughs> hey. Midnight Express, what'd you say? Adjective. Adjective. Oh. There we go. I'm sorry, ladies, it was an adjective. Now on to the next question. <laughs> okay, so with us, um, these girls are, like I said, dear friends, love them to death, grew up down south, and mm-hmm. you're a lesbian couple. Now, yes. you're living in New York for a while. How long? I've been here two years. Two Ashley's years. been here five. Five. Yep. That's correct. And both from the south? Yes. We grew same up together t- in the oh, same town. Oh, you grew town. up. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah and how town. long have you been together? <laughs> Officially, about two years. So when you came to New York? Yeah. Kind of. She was my first girlfriend. First girlfriend. First girlfriend ever, back when I was like 16. 16. And I met her when yeah. I was 14. And you guys kind of, wow. you had feelings then. Oh, totally. From the jump. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So let's bring it up. Now, we're down south. 
Greenville, North Carolina. Greenville. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now I've been to Carolina. I've been to like, I don't want to brag, good old Nags Head. I mean, all what right, a wonderful right. beach town it that is. is. Yeah. <laughs> North, North Carolina's good for. North Carolina's interesting because to everyone who doesn't live down south, it's considered the south. To most of the south, it's considered city slicker. But it's still very southern. Because yes. I thought that shit too when I was down there. I'm like, this is so dope. And everyone talks all this nonsense about the South and all this closed-mindedness. Mm-hmm. And I saw so many Confederate flags. Oh, yeah. And it was oh, this, yeah. yeah. And it was the summer Tiger Woods had just <laughs> taken over. And I'm going fishing and I'm picking up worms. And <laughs> Oprah's on. And this big, super 500-pound redneck goes, man, it's so heartbreaking. And he used the N-word. First they have all these sports, now golf. And I'm like... Yeah, oh this is God. not city slicker shit. That's no, not a not. surprising yeah. at all. <laughs> so it's still very close-minded in the town that you all are from. Yeah, the town we're from is definitely. Definitely. And then like where I went to college, Raleigh, which is two hours outside the of that. Pack. The Wolf Pack. The Wolf Pack, yes. <laughs> They're a little more accepting, you know? There's normal people there. College. It's definitely more yeah. metropolis. Yeah, exactly. Like younger crowd. There's still some of that crazy crap. But... Well, it's in the triangle. Yeah, exactly. That's like Durham, you know. Sure, right? Yeah. I watch my sports, girls. You I know do. what's going on. <laughs> oh, you know. That's right. Okay, so you grew up. How big is the town? How many people? How many? What would you say? No more than two hundred thousand people. Yeah. Well, say, I mean, it's not. It's not. not I mean, like, maybe town. we should look right. that up because yeah. I'm not. But I don't, don't want to misquote that. Not like you know everyone in your town. In one high school, everyone knows each no, other. No, well, there's like several. Well, there's, there's several high schools. There's Greenville, and then there's Winterville, which is right outside. And Greenville and then is there's more. Aiden. Yeah. There's like all these little sub. Right outside of Greenville. Uh-huh. It's and Greenville is big. more or less like where the entire medical, it's a huge medical town. Like oh. we have the best cardio, cardiovascular. No, seriously. It's like. No, <laughs> so does it mean, is there less fat people in that town? Because Absolutely not. That's oh, why no. it's there because there's so Boy, many fat people. Jingles, are you kidding? <laughs> Jesus. They don't still don't believe in health food down there. <laughs> they really don't. Health food down there is like not Chicken putting bacon on the baked potato. salad. We yeah. would. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, we just put a lot of cheese That's not, and right. butter. That's not healthy. No, right. motherfucker. It ain't. <laughs> but it tastes good. So, okay. Let's, let's start individually. Ash, okay. Your fam- look, bring up your family life. Um, I grew up with my mother in North Carolina, and um, she was definitely a lot more accepting. Accepting. As far as like the homosexual lifestyle, as opposed to my dad's side of the family, which is northern, surprisingly enough. Northern? Yeah. We're, we're up north. Uh, they lived in Buffalo for most of their lives. Well, that'll explain that. Yeah. Very conservative yeah. up there. Um, those are kind of half of my people. So that's the Italians are from up there. Um, so you grow up, when do you start having um, homosexual urges? Did you ever think uh, you're attracted to guys? I know we're all taught that it's guys. I think and I, girls I tried together. to be. You I think it was more or less in, like though. I was. Yeah, and I grew up God. as a Christian, so and I would go see my dad's side of the family, and it would be so instilled in me to hate gay people. And plus, I was surrounded by it in Greenville. It too. was instilled in you. It was told since I could understand words. So let's just say you're an eight-year-old Ashley, mm-hmm. and you see two guys or two girls kissing on the street. My Which family would probably, comment and be like, mm, that's just so terrible. That's just, you're a child and you have to see that. That's just so obscene. And you would then also feel that way? You would, I, w- I just took it on because like as a kid, you do whatever like the adults do. Oh my God. And I remember insane. going with my dad's side of the family. They're good people. They just have their own views. But, um, and then coming back and talking to my mom and then seeing a gay couple and being like, oh, that's so terrible. And then my mother pulling me aside, who actually grew up in North Carolina, and was like, Ashley, why can't people just love who they love? Why do wow. you care? Wow. Isn't that nice? Good for your And mom. that like changed my life to know Get that my mother would be. <laughs> I was about <laughs> to say that. Can we fly that. her out? <laughs> oh my God, that's so great. Yeah. So wait, how old do you think you were when Ma said that? Um, probably eight or nine. Eight honestly. or nine. And she was brought up in Carolina also? Yes. Yeah, she was born and, and bred. And how did she get that perspective? She, her family wasn't very religious more so. They just were accepting of people in general and they had their own, they were religious, but they didn't actively practice. Uh-huh. And my mother was always kind of one that was different than the rest of them anyways. She had her own opinions. She did her own thing. She was very strong-willed, just amazing person. How'd she end up with your dad? Uh, they met in a bar in Raleigh playing pool, <laughs> oh, and they both the had American their uh, story, huh? <laughs> issues at that time. I'm going to take liberties. I'm guessing it was... 1983. It was right after the Wolfpack won the title. Right. Everyone was Everyone's emotional. Valvano. Definitely in the 80s. It's, that shit was going on, dude. Um, so after mom gives you that speech, eight or nine, mm-hmm. does that start changing the way you think 
Absolutely. you do you do you think you had repressed feelings towards girls? I know it's early to think about that. No, stuff. I'd had dreams and stuff like that from dreams. five or six. Oh my god! I remember this one dream where I was walking down. There's like this line of men, and then in the middle there's a woman, and I walked up to the woman or girl at the time at my age, and sure. then grabbed her hand, and then we walked away. Oh my God! Wow, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Fun. We like to help enlighten. I know. Thank you. Very, couples very here. Very that's yeah. what we're here for. <laughs> so you start getting the hints through that. Yeah, and I I repressed it and would cry about it and really? would pray for it to go away. And I tried to date guys. I dated guys up until I was fourteen. Until I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I can't do this anymore. Up to four. Shit, you're dating. Wow. I've been on like eight Jeez. dates and I'm thirty five. <laughs> we're just yeah, talking about that. Yeah, I. Yeah, I started a little early. <laughs> wow. And so you're making out with guys and all that? Amongst other things, Amongst, yes. oh, oh my God. If, Jesus Christ, 21. <laughs> you get bored express. in North Carolina. Jesus, I should have lived in the fucking rural. Right. Not in fucking Vegas. Right. Who'd have knew? Just be gay. You'd get all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a move that people do. I'm going to be quite so. honest about that shit. My brother has hooked up with, uh, with girls before. But that was on his journey to figuring out, right? And I think he like uh, just likes like practice <laughs> in a weird way. There's also the spectrum. There's also yeah. the spectrum. And no, we'll, we'll discuss that okay, in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the Kinsey scale. Th yeah, the Kinsey scale. Yeah. No one's a like we're. This is ironic. We were talking about no one's a hundred percent in the warm up. Where the, the first right. 10, 15 minutes, how no one's just always angry or just always happy. We all have dynamics, and with se sexualities like that too, it's it's Definitely rare agree with that. that anyone's a hundred percent straight, hundred percent gay. Yeah. I have never hooked up with a guy or anything, but I would say I'm probably a one on the Kinsey scale because I'm, it's very hard to be a zero. It is mm -hmm. very hard to say you never had a gay thought or anything like that or was like, hey, if I had to, I guess I'd make I'd out with that I'd choose that dude. guy instead of that yeah. guy. <laughs> right. And, but I'd be thinking of a girl, but I would choose that guy. And, <laughs> if you were put in the position to. Yes. But uh, well, I mean, would you, even you can tell the difference between, you know, Brad Pitt and Woody Allen. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Just like a lesbian can. But I know it. <laughs> see, it meant, see right, there it is. Exactly. But uh, I just did a, a show where this uh, the guy who booked me is a gay guy, but he talks about pussy. Oh, part of my language in front of the guy, but we're cool, right? Yeah, uh, we're cool, we're cool. Let's get dirty. My girls, God bless it. <laughs> he talks about it all the time. He is clearly like a four or a five on the Kinsey scale, and I know there's a lot of gay dudes like that. That like once a year, it's like a journey. And I know some. I had a friend when I had a day job. This girl I hit it off with her. I loved her to death lesbian and she said if i ever got drunk enough you'd be the one i'm like that was so great she's like once in a while i do that and so that does happen right oh it does yes absolutely God bless Personally. it all right so this we're this is like the rosetta stone of all this we're just all <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense okay let's go to case case at the bat what up all right my girl all right so describe your background okay so i grew up obviously in the same town as same Ashley. town yeah um I am the third of four kids. Okay. My parents are extremely religious. Extremely. Uh, extreme religious, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was rough. Break down. Uh, the, break down the siblings in order, like. Okay, so I have a guys, brother. Brother. Sister. Sister. Me, little sister. Okay. So when we're all like ten years, so okay. it was like ten to one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're all we're pretty close growing up. Now right. we're not so much, but when we were kids, we were. Okay, um, we will get to that then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, oh, religious right, was it the same thing that Ash was going through? Were you taught homosexuality oh, was ugly yeah. and disgusting? And at oh, one yeah. point, were you thinking the same way? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, um, even when I had met Ashley, when I first, like, we kissed or something, we went to church and I ignored her for two weeks because I was so, I felt so it bad about myself. You yeah. did kiss. Break your heart. So oh, yeah. Heartbroken. At 14? I was 16. She was 14. Oh, look at you. you yeah, I know. Little cradle hey. robber. <laughs> Jimmy, can we play Billy Idol, Rock the Cradle of Love right now? It's a, just put it in the background. So uh, even up to, so you were 16 yeah. and you still were repressing. Oh, yeah. I did it until I and was, that was about the first, 20. first girl you kissed? Yeah. She was the first girl I ever wow. kissed. First girl. On the beach at night on a blanket. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you were, just so people know, we're handling this very digni dignified. A, because we're a different kind of show, and B, I'm friends with the girls. This isn't going to be Howard Stern shit, all right? I know a lot of you now are thinking I'm going to try and get them to kiss. And we're gonna put the no, we ain't going to do that shit, okay? Cops flying off. Real stories happen. Real stories happen. But this, I mean, this is the shit. Okay, real quick. So that was your first kiss, Ash. 
You would kiss someone before? Should we have her leave the room? Is that going to fucking no, fuck things up? No, she's, she's aware of it. Um, Look at Ash the player over here. <laughs> my first girlfriend was the head cheerleader who was a senior and I was a freshman. Head cheerleader. <laughs> and were Every, you a cheerleader too? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I was a soccer player. <laughs> a soccer player. Now this cheerleader, was she, this is mind blowing now. Was she got to move to the south? Know, right? <laughs> hooking up with cheerleaders and moonlight beach, uh, fucking makeout sessions on the sand. There's more action. The Lesbians know how to do it right, man. They really do. They really do. There's more Taking action notes. going on there than on fucking Sunset Strip yeah, exactly. on a Friday night. This is insanity over here. You do what you can with what you have there. That's right. why. Well, it's a small community, probably. Yeah. So when you figure out, okay, you're on this team with me, Tooth, and let's we have no time to waste. <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. To the time beach. Flies. Well, yeah, probably. You packed a picnic. The I've, moon's out. It's a full moon. <laughs> I'm probably jumping a few steps here, but that wouldn't be the first time on this show. Um, so how small is the lesbian bisexual community in your area? Where, where we grew up? Yes. Oh, small. So when you find someone, like the cheerleader gives you a look, or you see Ash and there's these feelings, you really do kind of have to jump at it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And... Yep. Uh, Pickings are very slim. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and there's definitely a certain type of Ooh, lesbian in North bad. Carolina, too. And what's that type? Bad. Um, they're bad? No, not necessarily. They're just butch. Like, they're, they're very butch. butch. And you girls are not very, butch like, by no I means, am, right? No. Not I necessarily. Like, no. I don't know the rules. I don't know, like, there's butch and what's femme? That's the there's, yeah. there's most stereotypical. Which I can't Ooh. stand. I hate Ooh, those terms. Oh, good. So we'll let that much. out. Yeah. So no, no, that's what, part, that's what this is. Yeah. Break the stereotypes. Talk about. That drives me crazy. Like, we have a friend. Who will remain nameless, but like she's very much so you either are a bro or you're a girl. I'm with the my bros bitches. are gonna go hang out and the girls are gonna hang out. I can't stand that. I'm like, me and Ashley are best friends as well. We hang out all the time. All the time. Yeah. I don't want someone to be like, oh well, you can't come because you're the girlier one. And she like refers to girls that she's interested in as her bitches, and like it's just very derogatory and very just immature. Yeah, like, I don't know dudes who do that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's almost too much. they are the dudes that we don't hang out with. (laughs) (laughs) It's just overcompensating, I feel like. Well, I think this is what puzzles a lot of straight guys. Um, They see a lot of lesbian couples where you see a very, very beautiful girl. The ones that we're taught are all lesbians in movies. Let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Lipstick lesbians. Yeah, we'll discuss that in a minute, too. I think pornography, I don't know... If it's it's all fake. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. fake. It's all you can, fake. It yeah. changes everyone's mind about it, but we'll get to that in a sec. But we see a very pretty girl with like a big overweight yes. girl with a yes, dude yes, haircut. Yes, yeah. definitely m- muscles. happens for look, sure. Looks like she's a tow truck driver. And then the guy goes, well, doesn't that defeat the purpose? Because that girl is more manly than me. Yeah, I, <laughs> and supposedly men are not what you want. I mean, it's deeper than that, obviously. Right. But it definitely is. That is something that confuses the shit out of straight guys. And you're saying that these lines are now getting blurred more. Absolutely. Especially now that the gay movement has become considerably a lot more accepting and people are allowed to be who they are within that movement. Like you don't have to be super butch to be lesbian or you don't have to be completely like a lipstick quote unquote lesbian. Did that exist before though, the movement? You're saying within the movement, was there judgment in the movement towards each other. Oh, yeah, and there still is. Like, people look at me and they're like, oh, you're gay and you're, like, so girly, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I can be dominant over things just as much as Ashley can. Wow. It's just, that frustrates me more than anything. Just because I'm comfortable with who I am and I'm not going to change and be big and butchy doesn't mean that I'm not the same level of lesbian that you are. (laughs) We all do the same thing, do we not? (laughs) I I know how to do it just like you, trust me. See, that would be the funniest thing ever. At 16, you're like, well, I kissed a girl. I'm a lesbian. Now I have to, like, like give, give me, I did that, though. Give me I all did, these cheese curds. I'm going to weigh 380 now. I Actually, that. when I first came out, because... It, oh, God, it was so bad. As I went from looked, zero to 60 real quick, because I finally, ridiculous. like, accepted myself. And okay. then I didn't know where on the spectrum I landed, as far as, like, do I wear makeup? Like, what do I wear? And then I wanted everyone to know I was gay, because I was proud of it. And, like, in that town, you have to be proud of it. Otherwise... You're gonna get destroyed if you don't own it. Yeah, if you don't own it, then you're fucked. Yeah. So I went from zero to fucking sixty. Like I got boxers. She was what I like to call a softball lesbian. A softball (laughs) lesbian. And what were you? All right. So that was at fourteen or a little before. That was fourteen. Fourteen. Describe how you looked before you joined the softball team. Apparently, Um, I had really long hair. Like I. I mean, I did play softball. Granted, but (laughs) well, look at that. I mean, I I tried to look like exactly. I don't know. I just. 
it's just a normal 14 year old kid still really awkward still figuring stuff out and so then, difficult then yeah absolutely it's difficult now let's be honest but no great let's be honest and when that yeah. happens oh we got a job for someone Boom. here Look open at this mic. one. Five Look o'clock. Five o'clock open mic. <laughs> I might need an opener. The guy I'm working for tonight called me. I didn't answer yet. Let me know. Um, so you, yeah, but describe it. But the day before, so you're saying you go boxers. Are you wearing like lady underwear? Yeah, before? I was wearing just like regular underwear oh, like and stuff like it? that. And then just like, you know, jeans, t-shirt. Like I wasn't really trying to look that good for anybody. I mean, I had boyfriends and stuff, but like honestly, I could give a fuck less if they thought it was pretty looking that day or not. Yes. <laughs> but then when I like, realized and came to and accepted who I was I was like I've got to be the butchiest of the butch because like that's the butchiest of the butch the let surroundings me, let me just of the lesbians that were what there she looks like. <laughs> what, what was that on so let me describe what yeah, she please. looked like please okay so she would slick her hair back in a ponytail she'd wear a John Deere were you like, selling drugs in the hat. 80s <laughs> honestly it's what it looked like so and she yeah. what did you wear it was a John Deere and I had a fish hook on it yeah and a fish hook on it thank you North Carolina yeah <laughs> she would go to American Eagle and get men's mediums shirts and wear them she would get pants like two times too big for her. Sag boxers em. from Walmart. And you, she would show her boxers. What about was, overalls? Uh, I don't think I, I was into thing. that. That was more when I was like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's still time. I think there should be <laughs> overalls in the back. 20s. And how did uh, family and friends respond when all of a sudden you were looking different? Uh, my mom's totally accepting. Um, my friend group was really cool with it. I kind of like changed my friend group actually. You switched. Sort of. I mean, I was still really cool with all the people I hung out with before, but they were not, they were just surprised and didn't get it and kind of left me to my own. Mm-hmm. And I was at the point like, I don't give a fuck. Fine. Like, I will find new friends. And I did. They had no clue? Like, when you my, um, changed, they didn't They didn't have any suspicion? I'm pretty sure my ex-boyfriends did. The ex-boyfriends? Yeah. Because what, you were starting <laughs> to be displaced when hooking up, having sex, whatever? I would just bounce around between the two. Especially these two guys. They're best friends, too. Yes. So I would just be like, oh, oh, I'm wow. bored with you. I'm going to you. I'm bored with you. I'm going to you. Which and then destroyed their friendship. And now obviously. I'm bored with both of you. <laughs> Interesting. Going to hurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they say that that happens. It's just restless. Yeah. I mean, I think that's something that they brought up. Isn't that what Freud brought up? Tendencies of latency, which latent homosexuality, which I don't necessarily think is 100% true, but that's the theory. Mm-hmm. Is if you're bouncing around all the time, it's because you don't really want it. Yeah. There's that. I, w- I would say I, I lean towards that. That was that was you. Yeah. Now, how about with you, my friend? So at 16, you have a boyfriend. Oh yeah, I had a serious boyfriend. Serious I was boyfriend. Marry him. <laughs> really? Oh That's yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You were gonna marry him. You knew this. Well, I mean, I didn't know it, but you <laughs> no, know. No, I'm saying at that time <laughs> like, in your heart oh, of yeah, hearts. I'm gonna marry him, and I mean, I did love this person very much, but. Ashley, I would always go back to Ashley and like flirt with Ashley. And if she ever had a girlfriend, I'd make sure that it didn't. We were work also out. best friends at the time too. Which oh is yeah, these it was, guys. Then this is after wow. we've kissed and everything. Insane. It's just that I'm like, I can't do this. I'm not gay. Wow. Yeah, because I felt so awful about it. So I had numerous boyfriends from like 16 to 20. Oh and wow. Yeah, I had three. I think three long term. Like each of them was like two years. But Ashley would always. For some reason, I would always go back to her, always go back to her. And in between these times, too, I had girlfriends. Like You did have girlfriends. Yeah. Yes, like in college, I had a girlfriend for a little bit. And then like between boyfriends, I would hook up with girls and stuff. It was crazy. So you break up with a dude. You're at NC State. And all of a sudden, what, you're at a party and you just feel connection with the girl. And then in your head, you go, I guess this isn't kind bad. Of, I'm going to yeah. try it out. Honestly, yeah. that's And me and Ashley would make out here and there, too. It was just, it was mayhem. It was crazy. And I was confused. Did you think you were bisexual or you knew you were fooling yourself I and knew. not attracted? I totally knew I was fooling myself. Like, I, my last boyfriend, I'm pretty sure I only had sex with him like 15 times out of two years. Jesus yeah. Christ. Poor guy. I know. That guy the poor guy. guy. That's <laughs> opening weekend for most yeah, straight couples. I know, I know. It was awful. But yeah. But when we broke up, I was, uh, how old was I? Like 22? I think I've had 21? sex 15 times with ex-girlfriends yeah, right. in the last two years. <laughs> ex, we're not even together anymore. I think I've gotten some of that. Um, yeah. So, oh my God. So in that, as that's going on, you're learning about yourself, uh, realizing that you're not into, you didn't yeah. have the, the urge to do it yeah. anymore. No, not at all. And so then you move out here? And well, bump no, no, back no. in ash? Well, no, no, no. That's not how the story goes at all. Oh, then please. <laughs> it's it's juicy. Enlighten us, oh, my dear. Uh-oh. That's there we cool. go. So, at- it's everyone's favorite Notorious B.I.G. song, Juicy. So that's good. Juicy. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. So, um, 21, 22, 
I break up with my boyfriend. I'm done. Um, and I go on OkCupid and put myself as a lesbian. Wow. And I meet this girl, Ashley. Not this Ashley, but a another Ashley. Of course, her name is Ashley. <laughs> and we were pretty... It's the universe. Talking. Yeah, it is. Oh, it totally was. Um, and at this time, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to come out. Like, I'm really... I'm a lesbian, and I'm going to accept it. So I really, really liked this girl. She was awesome, and then she got crazy. She got crazy. She got crazy. Yeah. Can we ask nuts. what she did? She was just like, I would want to go smoke a cigarette or something. And she'd be, she would get mad at me because she didn't smoke. And she would literally like be pissed at me for going outside to have a cigarette. It was just, it was too much. It was crazy. Oh yeah. Weird stuff. Anyway. So did she fit any of these stereotypes? Not Were really. Were you going with someone who was considered butch? No, she wasn't very butchy no, okay. at all. No, she had short hair, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's not, that doesn't mean you're butchy. No, it but. doesn't at all. <laughs> um, where was I at? So she was so possessive she, with yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, I couldn't get Ashley out of my head just for some reason. For I just years. Think, yeah, and she's in New York at this time. Wow. So I'm dating this girl. doesn't help that her name's Ashley. We watched The L Word, you know, the show The L Word. <laughs> sure. And we all know who Shane is from The L Word. Ashley kind of resembles her a little bit. So. Well, I've not seen that show, well, but I will does. Google that she, shit she now. She resembles her. <laughs> so it, um, it starts, it gets me thinking. And I get really drunk one night, go home, and I'm looking through my Facebook pictures of her on her Facebook stalking her. <laughs> and I'm literally like in tears. <laughs> yeah, I was creeping, man. Wow. <laughs> I'm like in tears, and I'm like, I have to see her. I have to see her. So the next day, I'm at work. I text her, and I'm like, I need to see you. You have to come down here. And um, she was coming down anyway. And so she came like three days early or something and hung out with me. She got drunk, grabbed me, kissed me. The rest is history. Wow. This is this is a love story yeah. that we're presenting <laughs> to the world. Were you ever thinking of her during that during those years? Absolutely. Yeah. She was my first love and I don't think it ever really truly wow. loved. First love. So. This is a movie. First motherfucking Jeez. love. Isn't it? <laughs> oh my god. So where are you like when she's now wolf packing, mm-hmm. finding herself coming to grips with being a lesbian, mm-hmm. where are you at this point in your life? I was um, I was dating somebody for three years. Uh, a girl. Yes. You were totally done. Now at fourteen, you cold turkey dudes. Cold turkey. <laughs> you never you never gave them like a second. All right, let's just make mm-hmm. sure that that was nope. at fourteen done uh, out of your system. Ashley is the gold star. Fourteen, the dick is wow. done. <laughs> fourteen, the dick is done. <laughs> wow. Well, I think we have an opening title for yeah. your your first chapter of your memoir. Right. Memoir. Fourteen, the dick is done. <laughs> oh my god. Well, Johnny was the last one, and I knew <laughs> it's all historic and shit. So you were in a three-year relationship, yes. and it was good. You're totally cool with who you are. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get to this. You switch circles. Mm-hmm. The new circle's cool. Mama's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, do you ever go up up north and see Pops' family? I do. I'm actually very close with them. And um, You are now, or? I was then, and I was, and I am now. We went through like a kind of a tumultuous time, because I... Um, wanted them to accept me in my okay. lifestyle, and it was very important to me to have them in my life. But then I, I tried for years, and it was just really tough and heartbreaking. And because I just want that, I want them in my life. I want to have that familial aspect with like sure. my partner and with them. And it's just never it's something happen, I've always no. thought that possibly no. would happen. No. And then it's never gonna happen. It's just a hundred percent never. I've realized allowed, that in the past I'm two years. I'm not allowed years. to go to anything, any family functions, so at all. At with the whole. All right, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so you're cool with them now, for the most part. Yeah, I'm. I'm cool with them. I don't agree with them, and they don't agree with me, and it's just. But it's you, an agree to but disagree, you talk, basically. But you do communicate and yes, talk. Yes, I, I go. My aunt lives in, like lives outside the city, and she comes in pretty often. So when she's here, I go to dinner with her, because. Yeah, I'm not allowed though. I, I was about to ask yeah. that. Oh, if no. you brought, no, definitely not the case, and that's one big problem for me. Of course, that's the one thing. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> Because love is love. You yeah. Don't you just... Yeah. just love look, at first sight. You look, you look, yeah, I mean, maybe we got to get this out to them. Do they realize that you guys were in love with each other from the jump? No, they know. My my parents know as well, but like my parents do not talk to me at all. So you have no communication mm-hmm. with your family at all right now? No. I mean, my siblings, oh yes, my but my parents, no. So and you it's don't... a Christian thing. It's because it's, it's the ultimate sin to be gay. Just I funny, because in the... Bible, if you're a Christian, it says all sins are equal in the eyes of God. Yeah, so I mean, my brother's out here doing it with a bunch of girls before marriage. I'm just doing it with one girl. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, we've discussed this before on the show. We had a religion episode early on. And um, like Chris Rock said with the whole don't eat meat, don't eat green meat, like 
That was killing people. That's why it's in the Bible. Yeah, exactly. The Bible is men wrote this to protect the community. Yeah. The reason they said, how do you keep people, we have to populate and repopulate. If people are curious and the same sex starts fucking each other, babies will not come out of them. They they knew that at at the early (laughs) thousands of years ago that that was going to happen. How do we keep people from experiment? What if people like that better? God will damn you if you do it. And so that's how it's become the sin. I mean, people don't have the sense of I don't know if I, if I agree that that's the reason the Bible has it. I think that's why it's in the Bible. I think it's two dudes go, man, if if uh, Marco and Johnny start banging each other or Sally and Gina right. are, are going down on each other, we're not going to have any babies. So let's well, get it, Marco and, and Jeannie together. The, booyah, Bible booyah. Re- the Bible really says it for men. The Bible doesn't yeah, say anything. Yeah, there's no truth. Exactly. There it is. A man loophole. Not, a man we found a loophole. We did find a loophole. There's what? always a way around A man around shall not lie with another man. Yeah, a man should not lie with another man. Get your, exactly. get your parents on the horn right now. <laughs> We've got the loop horn. We're getting you in. <laughs> we are your lawyers <laughs> now. We are shoehorn this shit. <laughs> but it, it, the part of the Bible that it, it put, first of all, not stressed in the Bible. It's written once. So exactly. it's not like that's the thing the Bible but stresses. Like, the, no, there's, no, there's so many things the Bible says way more often. Um, but it's also been the part of like strange customs that of like witchcraft and stuff like that. It doesn't. It's not talking about love or what you're attracted to. Yeah. Also, it all. It's so fucked up. Speak your mind. Speak. <laughs> but it, no, babies. it's like saying also in the Bible saying you should not mesh this clothing with this clothing and yeah. wear it's this. Jewish you should law. not eat That's lobster. Right. Like all these school. ridiculous things that people totally do now, and it's not frowned upon or looked down on against their religion you know it's because like there it's has just, to be someone to hate all the time it's all Jewish yes. there has to be someone to hate yes. there has it to be, be someone to hate people and now it's gay people well also yeah i guess for for straight men then don't be a gay black person right I hey. know, for straight men specifically they seem to have that like it's different i think for women than men if you call a guy gay or ask him are you gay it's like offensive to yeah. them but i don't think that applies to women like are you a lesbian like no i'm not oh, okay yeah, just yeah. Well, women but pretend guys, like they're lesbians. So right, guys that's don't also hit on true. Them. Guys, it's a very for some reason yeah. it's like it's like yeah, an it's insult. a lot more acceptable. And I think women. that's why it's a they hate outwards towards it. There's something in the mind that yeah. I don't know true. what it is. Well, it's because gay guys initially the stereotype is they're that pansies. they're not men. Yeah, that they're not a uh, they're emasculated. And so if you get oh, what are you gay? That means that you can't whoop ass. Means that you're not a real dude. And that's what that is. Well, that's why that apply to women also. You're not feminine. Yeah. They don't get as offended. Well, yeah, because if they, they get offended, then they are not acting very feminine. Yeah. And you got me. You're not really ladylike. Well, fuck you, you cunt. Well, you just played into that one, didn't you? I think that's the first time I've ever said the C word on this show. Wow. We did it. So Great. We we it. Down. Two lesbians. my girls. To, do that. to bring the straight guy to say it. God bless you. Um, all right. So let's get to you with, with the family thing. So now... You're fully out at what, 21? It was like 21, 22. And I never told my parents. They just figured it out. They figured, how are and they figuring it out? I moved to New York to be with Ashley. And, they and saw you said pa- it just like that? Yeah. I was like, I'm going to move to New York to be with Ashley. <laughs> so that, that is kind of. Yeah, I, I never, though, was like, hey guys, I'm gay. Because I knew that they wouldn't talk to me. But I figured if we were just quiet and they knew and it wasn't ever really talked right. about. Guys, I'm going Don't. to New York to have lesbian sex. I'm right. going to New York to be a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> That's initially what I told my family when I moved out here. And they're like, we don't believe you. All right, I'll, I'm just going to do comedy full time. But oh. It's even worse. <laughs> oh, be a lesbian. We'll pay for the sex change. Right. So um, you, you had a don't ask, don't tell policy. Kind of, yeah. Um, they saw pictures. And it, it was weird because at first they were kind of cool with it. Like we even went back for Christmas and stayed at their house. They were a little weird acting. But me and my mother had a full conversation and she was like, I get it, I get it. And I was like, wow, this is going so much smoother than I thought it would. Change of events. <laughs> Something happened. Something happened. I don't know. They just kind of got crazy and um, crazier. In yeah. the middle of the talk, wait, you're saying you initially had come back and have a talk and it went smooth. Yeah. And then you walk away and then what? There's a change well, of heart? Well, I walk away and come back to New York. And, you know, okay. I was like, we were there for Christmas. Um, we come back to New York. And then a year later or so, last February, it was Valentine's Day, um, I had bought Ashley and I equality tattoos, you yes. know, the, the equal sign sure. we have. Um, so we got those, and I posted a picture of it on my Facebook. My mother is not friends with me on Facebook, but stalks the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. So I get, a, I get like a phone call from my grandmother being like, did you get a new tattoo? Which pisses me off. 
not because I care that she knows I have a tattoo, but she's old. Grandma just don't need to know. Yeah, right. there's some things you don't want to tell your grandmother, you know, because she's going to be like, why did you know the tattoo? You know? Yeah. Just don't want to upset them. Anyway, so, but it, it pissed me right. off because that means mom is stalking my shit, which makes me really Upsets mad. you. Yeah, because she won't be friends with me on Facebook because she doesn't want her friends to know that her daughter's a lesbian. Blogger. Yeah. Oh, I have now. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm done with it. I can't do it. You have to it. do it sometimes. Yeah. Either friend me or you're not saying Yeah, exactly. Anything. And, um, and that's like how that. I feel about that in general but um so she sends me a nasty letter telling me that i'm repulsive i'm disgusting she can't believe my lifestyle it was i mean i was like in tears usually that kind of stuff doesn't bother me but it's your mom telling you that you are certainly a piece of shit pretty much um it was it was awful so yeah that was the end of that i have not heard her voice in almost a year now Wow, that's yeah. so no communication at all. No, not terrible. at all. I will. Not, I refuse. I mean, you're not going to talk to your daughter like that. That's crazy to me. So, and I have a brother and two sisters, and they're cool. So, so you're cool with the siblings still? Oh yeah, my brother's actually staying in New York with me right now. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I met your brother. Yeah, nice dude, right. man. Yeah, he's a he's good cool. dude. He is. Um, God, this heartbreak. This just shatters yes. me, man. Do they? Do either one of your families try to bring the religion back in to like reel you in, or they've given up? Oh yeah, well not anymore. All the time. My, yeah. All the time. Hers does. Come Mine, back to Jesus. All the absolute. All the time. And they're like, hey, come to church. Yeah, come to Bible. I went to vacation Bible school up until I was like 14 years old. Wow. Like, hardcore. I was yeah. a little lamb from zero to three, and like. Yeah. And then. <laughs> 360. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. I went to Christian 180 school. More so. I've always I screwed that one up. <laughs> Shit. What was that? Oh, I said I went to Christian school my whole life. Your whole life. Yeah. Well, up until I was in like eighth grade, so that's pretty much. My God. The whole beginning of your life. Yeah. yeah. So well, here's the thing. I went to school for longer than that. I went to a Jewish Orthodox school until I was 23. Oh, wow. <laughs> and pitched okay, for the wow. baseball team. And pitched for the baseball oh. team. <laughs> don't, don't forget that glory. Wow. Let's talk about it. I mean, it just always seems to be religion and homosexuality at odds. But there are a lot of religious homosexuals, lesbians, mm-hmm. like like in the community. Would you say, what's the percentage that still believe in a God or Christ or anything? Like 30. 30. Yeah. But what about you guys believe nothing? No. Not in Jesus or not in supernatural? Not in Jesus. or I believe in energy. In energy. In energy. Yeah. So not the Bible in any way. No. I have no. Which was really I, hard. For I'm me not going to even say that. I believe in a higher power for sure, but I think it's totally beyond my comprehension, and okay. I'm not going to sit there and argue with somebody else and be like, "Oh no, I'm right about this. You're sure. wrong." Yeah, I think that's, that's no just one audacious. And no one knows. Do you think that there'd be Cocky. more more religion in the community if there wasn't the books? And like we said, it's a loose. It's one line or whatever. Right. But if it wasn't interpreted by everyone who was religious, that the books say damnation towards homosexuality, if that didn't exist, do you think there would be more religion in the community? Yeah, for sure. Isn't that a shame? It's counterproductive. Absolutely. It's so ridiculous to me. Because that's one thing as a homosexual that you grow up with, like no matter if you live in like the most accepting democratic area, it's just someone at one point in your life is going to tear you down for that and base it on their religious views. So it's I can I can hundred percent guarantee that every gay person that hears this or anybody any any gay person that's happened to them at least once. Wow! And you've been gay bashed and all that. Have you ever had to fight and all that? Oh, we um we were in the subway a few months ago and we were getting off at the Natural Museum of History and we yeah, were like right I, here. I, yeah. I like kissed her on the cheek and this guy just goes you need to be abolished off the earth and he's just cussing at us screaming at us and then he's she's got her headphones in. So I'm like, dude, fuck you. And I like stand up and she's like, what's going on? I'm like, he is sitting here talking so much shit about us. And I was like, fuck you. So we went to the other side of the train and he's just still going. Just, I had, did anyone else chime in on the subway? No, Everyone was just they were watching. In liberal staring. ass yeah. New York. Yeah, exactly. I know. And I had, I had no, no idea he was talking to us. I thought it was just some crazy dude. Because it's so normal. And, well, yeah, but it's just like, <laughs> Absolutely. It's just so normal to me. Like, And we weren't doing anything. You know, like it's yeah. just a normal, like a guy and a girl go on the subway, they kiss, whatever. I guarantee you that's the same dude that late at night is on the internet whacking it to Carmela Bing and Eva Angelina <laughs> totally licking each other totally without agree. a question. Without a no, question. Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. God is damn it. But then he's like, oh, that's it's great. It's real hot, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a th- Do you. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, are you guys active at all, especially in your where you grew up, to help other people who are possibly gay? To I make wish it easier I was. For them? I was when I was there, when yeah. I was living there, because I was just so out and I wanted everyone to know about it. And I thought me being that out and being that 
bold about it would help everybody else to be more comfortable and to like maybe change people's opinions about it. Right. And just to show that I'm not afraid and people should not be afraid to be like this. It's that's good. Yeah. I on the other hand was <laughs> terrified. <laughs> yeah, no. For good reason though. I mean yeah, it's the a- way that your family instilled their values into you, it's terrifying. You yeah. think you're gonna go to hell. You're afraid yeah. of like burning forever. <laughs> And being Which tortured. Is a that's kind of... <laughs> it's just abs- it's crazy. Yeah, it is. And it's really tough because you you love your family. Obviously, you're brought up with them. Yeah. They're good people. I mean, not not everyone's family. Every member is a good person. Yeah. There's some shitty members. It's always going to be, just like any team. There's a weak link. But some people just have these old values and are raised ignorant, and brought into ignorance. And God, it becomes a conflict mm-hmm. of like, do I please them or myself? Yeah. Like I'm. I think now I could probably bring home like a black girl, but there's still a couple people I would lose. I mm. would lose some oh, people yeah. that I give a that I really My give a fuck. So unfortunate in this day that. and age that that right. would still happen. I have know? such trouble finding anyone awesome, and so if it does, if the one who makes sense happens to be like a, a black girl or an Israeli girl or a Muslim Israeli? girl, I I think that would be a bit of a problem. Really, I mean, they're, they're, I mean that's the whole. I think what's left now is pretty cool. But I think somebody else not Israeli. I don't know. That might actually be better. I mean, to be honest. But I think the religion thing is a big fucking issue. Mm -hmm. Like a Buddhist, probably because no one really knows what the fuck that is. Let's be honest. (laughs) It's more of a way of life. That's it. But I think I've always well, I've I've said a million times. I think my family does realize. First of all, they've come to grips that I'm probably half Jewish, so that's cool. (laughs) And I mention a lot that I love Jewish girls. And when I was younger, I said Spanish. So they came to grips with that. Yeah. So they always, uh, my last two girlfriends, I showed pictures and it's like a fucking white girl. They're like, oh, it's a white girl? <laughs> but still, if it was a black girl, there'd be some trouble. And if it was a black girl, uh, let's be honest, if I showed a picture, hey, this is my new girlfriend and it's a black girl. Let's be honest, they probably won't say black. They'll probably go, a colored girl? Yeah. Probably, <laughs> a couple people. Who, wow. And that's not the whole family. So don't judge my goddamn family. We're not. There's a couple people. Rochester would probably would go back up there. Jimmy knows about that shit, baby. You go back up to the Chester and show some of those people, oh, yeah, um, that's a colored girl you're dating, ain't it? That's, uh, that's how that shit would be. But uh, it, And it's a shame. It's a real shame. Yeah, this, I couldn't bring home anyone not Jewish. It's, it's not allowed. It's, it's intense, man. So what if you fell in love with a Muslim girl? That's, that's two steps in the wrong direction. <laughs> Guess who would end up housing you? My homegirls right that's here. True. Yeah. They that's fucking true. house no, you. No, I have a house, but thank you for offering you guys. Of course, Just of in case, dude. Just in case. See? Are you guys married or thinking about that? Is that on the table discussion? Did Eventually. Did I just ruin this relationship? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. Our big first step right now is we're moving across the country in a month. Ooh. So if we make it to the move with five cats and a U-Haul, then we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Five cats. That's, yeah. that's the name of the book. That's, uh, oh. that's the lesbian way to go. You know, we having as many cats book. as possible. God, no. Oh, God, no. God. Where are you moving? San Diego. Wow. Yeah, yeah man. We're going to open up a club out there. We should. Ash will be your right hand out there. Okay, let's do it. She yeah. knows the business, man. Same. This is my homegirl right here. Um, a couple more quick questions, and then we'll wrap it up. And This has been very exciting and outstanding. Um, let's go with this one. One of the reasons why the hate's so shitty is it's ignorance. And I think everyone just thinks it's a choice. A, if it is a choice, fine. People are allowed to have free will. But, I mean, you would agree... Um, it's nature, not nurture. Mm-hmm. Like you were For born sure. lesbians yeah. and maybe you get repressed throughout mm-hmm. and that would be um, nurture would repress it at mm-hmm. times, but you were meant to be what you are, yeah. correct? Yes, definitely. And that's what's so like just hurtful about everyone with their hate. They just, it, it's trying to deprogram Someone who could play like classical music. It's like, nope, yeah. that's not good enough. We don't right. do that here. You you should just play power chords. Well, I fucking play this. This is how well, I'm meant the thing to, is, to like, be. No gay person, you can ask any gay person, they never chose to be that way. It's the people who aren't gay that say it's a choice. Right. There's not one know? gay person that's like, I choose to be gay because I love to be hated by this huge population. Yeah, and like I want the, my life to be right. tougher than... Right. It they they also don't want to say that you were born that way, that it was no choice. Oh, yeah. That means that God made exactly. you that way. Yeah. Exactly. So it must be you fucked it up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, like my mother, she literally told my brother, 
She goes, well, Casey's not a lesbian. She just thinks she is. Ashley made her think she is. <laughs> she had boyfriends. And my brother's like, why do you think none of them worked out? Why do you think right. it was so miserable? Like, Ashley, you're David Blaine. You <laughs> tricked her. I you used good. deception. Apparently. Houdini over it's here. Right. Lesbian I sex. I can't think for myself, you know. That's right. so. Well, no one can, <laughs> no, apparently. No women can, Casey. No women. Ooh. <laughs> this is just getting better and better. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. Um, and then what do you think of, of, of the straight man infatuation with lesbians that so because of porn annoying. that's okay it is so annoying someone asked me the other day like do you get hit on by guys and i was like well i mean it happens here and there and they're like what do they say to you and i'm like oh no they go do you tell them that you're gay and i was like yeah i tell them and like well, what do they say oh it's because you haven't met me yet or, oh. or you, you haven't been, been fucked, fucked right. right yeah that's mine that's i've gotten that <laughs> you ain't been fucked right i've heard like, ignorance oh. like that i've heard yeah. people say that it's oh, like yeah, oh yeah that's exactly what it is oh, yeah. you just got a penis of gold and pleasure. Right. <laughs> Them broads, they're like that because they just haven't been fucked right. They exactly. come over. It's usually some big slob. Oh, yeah. Disgusting yeah. job yeah. of the hut. You're going to change my mind. You're going to be the converter <laughs> with your bullshit. Ugh. It's really crazy. Yeah. Like I, when, when I first started doing stand-up, I did like six 10-minute performance pieces and two of them were about lesbians. There was like lesbians part one and part two because I, I loved lesbians. It was my favorite part of porn. And it, it's so irrational. It is so utterly irrational because you're there and you're like, I'm not, there's no realistic thing. I'm not in this equation at all. <laughs> yeah. No. At all. And then you graduate to two girls and a guy is awesome because then it's like, well, you're the dude. But the part that I really like are the girls working on each other. And I'm still not a part of that. And even if you're in it and you're like banging a girl from behind, she's eating a girl that was very exciting. You're not that girl. Like it's just, yeah, it's like, it, I don't understand it. I think we're attracted initially to lesbians in porn because it's all, all killer, all no girl. filler. It's right. uh, it's the yep. fairer sex and you don't have to see someone else's penis and pretend right. it's yours when it's probably got a couple inches on you. <laughs> well, yeah, then you're like, I wish that was my penis. And then you're like, well, I'm wishing I had... I shouldn't be thinking uh, about that. I shouldn't be thinking about girl. that penis. <laughs> Let's get two girls. Give me the Bible. Let me hold the Bible and get this burnness out of me. And it's so illogical, but I love it. It's insane. The one time I did kiss a dude on the lips, like real quick, like Mwah, <laughs> at a bar to get two girls to make out, make out. Wow. That's like the that's straightest sacrifice. thing you've ever done. Yeah. Yes. All these motherfuckers then start judging me. And I, in my head, always like, and at that point, I, I, I don't know. I want to say it's more open mind. But it's just like sex. Like if I wanted to hook up with a dude, it's not a big deal because I know I'm really into women. And I also knew I didn't want to hook up. Yeah. Well, there's been parts where I probably wasn't. That's another time. But uh, Kenzie scale, man. Kenzie scale. Solid uno. Uh, I I don't know anymore. I'm an eight. I just put it No, but I kiss a dude on the lips just to get these girls to make out. And they make out and it's awesome. It's like we're like 21. So you, you really... And that's when you could still just see girls make out in a bar and your pencil gets full. I don't want to get gross in front of the girls, no, but it happens. It's, it's and that not ha- anything we don't know that goes on. And that happens. Midnight Express just fell in the booth. <laughs> all these fucking dudes acting tough. First of all, we're like across from Sunset Park in Vegas. It's not the toughest neighborhood in Vegas. These guys are thinking we're homos. I'm like, we did that to get girls to make out. We're manlier than all you motherfuckers. It's true. And I was getting like hate looks and it's like I know why I did it I did it ultimately for the greater good this is what you're looking at too so be grateful yes well on that note we must wrap it up ladies this was (laughs) such a treat Um, this really meant a lot A you're my friends Uh, you're gonna be gone soon I'm gonna miss you and I'm gonna miss you too uh, you're you're angels and I'll see you at some point before we leave but um, God your story needed to be told absolutely because it was deeper than just two girls together and I mean it really is a true love story and we wish you the absolute best and we thank you for sharing anything you want to plug I mean you guys aren't performers anything is there anything do you want more Facebook friends or maybe not maybe you'll get (laughs) those hateful fuckers oh god Bring, bring it on. on. Bring, bring it on. on. <laughs> My name is Ashley Penn. P-Y-N-N. Oh, I love them. Let's go. <laughs> or just you know, friends. Stay, cool people. To stay positive with it, maybe people uh, need help with their yeah, own Yeah, if anyone's having any awesome. issues they, yeah. as far as being yeah. who they are, like, my door's open. I am. I will take all the time in the world to talk to you and make you feel comfortable and happy. God, that's so sweet. Oh, oh my God. You're the best. <laughs> um, Benj, hit some plugs, baby. The best of BS on Twitter. Uh, but please, 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 first of all, for our fans, we have a special promo code for the club. Type in Lust. You get two-for-one tickets. Um, go to standupnylabs.com. We got a bunch of podcasts. We got another one coming in right now, so we're going to wrap it up. 
But uh, we got shows. We have we have podcasts. We're making some videos. We're making Hells moves, guys. Yeah. We are making moves. You don't want to miss this. Jump on right now. Let's we don't go. fuck around up here, baby. Let's go. Mad Dog Matter on Facebook at Mad Dog Matter, Twitter. I'll tell you where I'm at. I'm here a lot, baby. So come to this club. Support us. Um, if you got any questions, concerns, suggestions for guests, man, um, we're getting a lot of listens, which God bless you. Spread the word. Spread the word. We're really, I'm going to be honest, I'm so proud of what we're doing here. This means more than anything else I'm doing, man, creatively, and I love it. And so spread the word. Get more people here. And uh, I still really ain't getting that much feedback. So, man, I want to know that you're out there, man. Just say something to us, man. Good or bad, we just want to hear from you, man. And if you know people uh, with stories that should be told, we'll talk to them. That's what we're here to do. Absolutely. We're here to tell stories and have fun and be cool. And so thanks for everyone. Mad love to Timothy Styles doing the music. For Jimmy LaChase, a.k.a. Midnight Express in the booth. Mm. John Fatigate, a.k.a. Minnesota Fats. Minnesota That's his new Fats. nickname. Minnesota Fats. Super there Tramp. AJ Friedman. Uh, Donnie, Gabe, everyone at the club. Everybody. Um, we said Timothy. Cousin Nick. Nick Madden for the artwork. Cousin and everyone Nick. out there. My cousin Nick, man. That's the, my boy. Uh, mad love to everybody. We'll see you next week. And until next time, my people, remember, we're all worth a million in prizes. And be who the fuck you is. Peace.